Hey everyone, I'm your host and soul sister, Gretchen North. I'm a veteran health and wellness professional turned life coach. Sticky Situation is about getting unstuck so that we can get on living the lives we are meant to live. We'll share stories and advice, hear from experts, and even do some guest coaching to be reminded of living today with more awareness and inspiration, all in the spirit of creating a more fulfilling tomorrow. To get in touch, find me at gonorthcoaching.com. Let's get going. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me again. I am so excited to have one of my best friends on the planet who also happens to be a naturopathic doctor out of the state of Washington, Stacy Wells here with me. Stacy, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me to be on your show. Yeah, so you and I were talking recently and I'm just going to dive right in. You shared with me that you recently went through some major transitions kind of as a result of the pandemic and reassessing what's important in your life. What was going on at that time? Definitely, I think the pandemic was the motivator. I feel like I was feeling a little stuck for a while and not having the courage to make change. And you know, lo and behold, everything kind of shuts down. Um, Mind you, I was still going to work every day. Uh, Definitely feeling kind of this, you know, kind of weird thoughts of, okay, would I really be happy if I have just stayed here like all of this time? You know, if I were on my deathbed, would I want to make a change? It sounds kind of morbid, but it's definitely kind of those thoughts that kind of crop up, I think, for a lot of folks during the pandemic. And with it, it was just uh, realizing that I had become comfortable and that comfort- comfortableness had made me feel stuck. And at the same time, had been afraid to kind of step out of that comfort zone and, and be uncomfortable and look for something else. You mentioned, you know, kind of feeling stuck and using mortality as a benchmark for, you know, change. What were like some of the signs and symptoms that were signaling to you that a change was in order? Definitely um, stress levels, kind of feeling um, at this level where I always needed to perform or maintain um, a certain amount of patience uh, for economic purposes and uh, definitely not really having a great um, work-life balance. So with the work-life balance, I would have like an, uh, an hour commute a day, kind of half hour each way and working 10 hour days, um, not really having a lot of time for myself or not really having a lot of time to interact with my family. And I had been doing that for 15 years and it didn't really stand out in my mind, you know, that, okay, it had been happening for 15 years, but it really, really took a toll. When you're kind of in it, you don't see it as much as when you step back and think, oh, how did I do that for so long? Totally. I completely know what you're talking about. I experienced that awakening myself during the pandemic. So you recognized that you needed to do something and it took courage. And and what did you do? Well, it kind of was um, fate or intuition or the universe intervening. Um, (laughs) 
you know, in the back of my mind, while I was looking for change, I wasn't actively pursuing or actively looking for change. And during the pandemic, we took a staycation. Um, I was living up north of Seattle and we came down to Olympia, Washington, where they have a lovely um, farmer's market. And so we had gone to the market and I start running with my, I literally started running with my dog and my husband's like, what, where is she going? And so I start yelling, Marnie, Marnie. And she has no idea who I am completely out of context. You know, we're all masked. So like later, like a couple days later, I sent her a message saying, Hey, that was me. You were running from the other day. And she was like, Oh my gosh. And we just kind of reconnected and started talking. And I was asking her, you know, what's it like to practice in Olympia? And then she was like, well, I have space in my office if that's what you're asking. And I'm like, well, I wasn't asking, but am I asking? And it just felt right. It just felt like, okay, this is kind of what I've been looking for, a time to scale back of patience and rebuild and in a more relaxed, flexible environment and a place where I could have a short commute um, have more work-life balance. And it was something that I had been, you know, kind of looking for, but not exactly knowing I was needing. And it has been a great transition, a great stress reduction, um, definitely able to walk to work, get exercise into my day easier. If I need to go home and leave my dog because no one's at home, I can because I'm not driving 30 minutes away. If um, my son has an, you know, a doctor's appointment, I can take him and go. So it's just been such a shift, and a real game changer just to not be feeling stuck or feeling in that stressful position. Wasn't necessarily something that I was actively seeking, but um, love that it just, the universe kind of found it for me. <laughs> I don't even think that my goosebumps have had a chance to calm down yet. You were literally thinking of someone you had gone to school with and yes yeah voice. I hadn't seen her for several years we you know we had gone to Bastyr together and I literally was thinking about her and it's like I almost like summons her into actualization <laughs> that, that is so awesome in your case it sounds you know pretty fortuitous that those things just fell into place but what did you then have to button up back home? You know, was there a lot that went into relocating and uprooting your family and, and those things? Yes, definitely. Um, well, we had, it's interesting because it, it's, I think uh, a theme and maybe it's a theme for most people that sometimes you just get settled in and, and stuck in a place like my former job, I had done residency there and it, it worked for a long time and just felt comfortable. And then we had bought like a, a duplex um, when I was in medical school and it didn't really have a lot of space for like, you know, entertaining or kind of having people over, which is something that we had always enjoyed doing, but we kind of, you know, we were, when it was nicer and we could have people outside, people would come over, also didn't have space for like exercising or writing or doing other things. It was, you know, you didn't really have your own space unless it was in the, in the bedroom. <laughs> came to realize we were just really talking about this how we had become stuck in that house like it was kind of like going to be a temporary thing while we looked for other things and so we ended up deciding to put the house on the market um, there was 15 years of things in that house um being the pandemic my husband was 
uh, telecommuting and working from home. And then, you know, he was able to do that permanently. So his, you know, his capacity to move was flexible. Um, so again, I think it's just some of the benefits of the pandemic were that flexibility where, you know, you could do your work from home because you had to, and then realizing that, you know, not everybody needs to be in an office setting all of the time to maintain what they're doing. Um, so I think that was a blessing of the pandemic was that it in turn gave me that extra flexibility to be able to kind of pursue this new option. So there was this fate side and then there was the courage piece and there was the actual work to make it happen. How long have, have you been in your new home? Uh, just about over a year. So um, we had, you know, transitionally had been in like a, a rental Um kind of duplex thing like we had left um, <laughs> uh, and then um, we're able to find a place and uh, find one where you know kind of fit our criteria of like a no commute accessibility to downtown to be able to kind of walk and go to restaurants and shops um, so as the world is opening back up um, looking forward to kind of doing that more often it's so funny because I'm thinking about, you know, pandemic puppies, pandemic babies, pandemic houses. <laughs> <laughs> You've mentioned so many benefits from, you know, letting go of your commute to um, being able to walk to work, having less stress, better work-life balance. Are there other things in your life that have changed since you changed your circumstances? I feel like definitely, um, you know, having had a, a full um, schedule and kind of cutting back and scaling back economically, there's been a, a little bit of an impact, but it, I feel like it's growing at a good rate and it, it won't take long to recover to where I was. And I think it was just really that fear of letting go of that income guarantee um, was really, you know, a, a probably a good reason that it took me so long to actually <laughs> make that change and I kind of joke that like from somebody who doesn't really like know me or know my full situation if they were to like kind of be on the outside looking in that they would probably think I had a midlife crisis <laughs> said the same thing about myself yes I feel like it was you know it was in the makings for, to have change and it just got the trajectory and the the passion and the energy that it needed. And it just happened really quickly. It was definitely a good thing. Yeah. And you bring up such a, a great point about how you, you didn't use the word settling, but you kind of just were like letting things happen to you and be comfortable with them. And then you woke up right. like, no, I want more than this. Right. And to see, you know, to kind of really step back and see all that I was doing and all that I was kind of trading off for, for that, for that salary, you know, it really wasn't worth it. <laughs> um, being a naturopathic doctor, we try to be more holistic and paying attention to kind of our body, our mind and our spirit. And I feel like I had gotten to this place where I had created this life for myself, but wasn't really satisfied with it in the way that I thought I would be. Um, so just grateful to be able to kind of change and make the change to feel more in control of my own life in a way. I think that's so important for people to hear because, you know, the money can become a handcuff and mm -hmm. here you 
are so much happier and there's really not a price you can pay for that. Right. Earlier, you mentioned that, you know, when I asked you about some of the symptoms that you knew change was in order, you mentioned stress, lack of balance on a practical naturopathic level. (laughs) (laughs) You were seeing a patient who came in and they wanted to treat those symptoms. What would you do for them? Naturopaths are we take time with our patients. So I think one of my best tools are actually my ears of listening and hearing the person's story. And a lot of times we're also looking from a different lens that, you know, we do have training in conventional medicine. We're very similar trained to a medical doctor um, in terms of basic science, clinical science. So just like them, we order and interpret laboratory testing, perform physical exams, women's exams, give vaccinations and write prescriptions. But we really do try to reserve writing that prescription for when it's truly necessary. You know, sometimes stress can affect sleep. So perhaps we're like doing some sleep hygiene where we're, you know, maybe making recommendations to, um, cut off like all access to screens for an hour, making sure you have a black light curtain if you're having any kind of disturbance with your sleep and light coming in, but also kind of balancing nighttime stress hormones. I mean, so we have a wide variety of kind of tools in our toolbox. So really kind of in my case, and I I would have some sleep issues when I'd be pretty stressed out, definitely kind of working on those stress hormone balancing piece um, was important for me. To be honest, my sleep got much better when I changed uh, my my order of operations, we'll say. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, that's a fair answer. So you need to know specifically the individual where you would dare say what. Yeah, and I think that's where our medicine shines. We're not not a cookie cutter kind of thing. It's more individualized, personalized medicine. Along those lines of, you know, kind of what you left behind, what habits do you incorporate into your life these days that might impact your day-to-day joy or peace or clarity that improve your quality of life? Definitely my my sleep has improved not only about the quality of sleep, but the number of hours I'm getting to sleep. Because with my prior commute, I would be getting up at like 5.45 in the morning. And now I get an extra two hours of sleep a day. So sleep is so important for so many things in the body. It's, you know, a time where we do our repair processes and rejuvenate, um, make vitamins and things of that nature. So I feel like there was a lot of things that weren't happening probably (laughs) as well as they should have been because I had two hours less sleep every day. Um, I'm able to spend more quality time with my family. Um, I can definitely think back to when my son was younger and there would be times that I would come home and literally probably see him for an hour before he had to go to bed. That balance of just being able to spend quality time with my family has been huge. Able to, you know, cart out my day if I want to do some reading for fun or reading for work or writing um, just as an outlet for my own creativity. Um, that's how much more manageable and doable that I don't have a 12-hour day where I'm just completely spent when I come home and don't really want to do much um, but watch TV or (laughs) just kind of uh, veg out. So I think that that has been 
making me feel more like I'm living a more fuller life than just kind of a, a numb doll life. Yeah. And I know that you're surrounded by natural beauty. Yeah. And definitely getting out into to nature has been important. This actually has become an international platform. I've had international guests and I can see on my analytics that there are listeners, um, not a lot, but from around the globe. If you had a megaphone and wanted to share a message for the masses, what would it be? A megaphone and a message for the masses would be sometimes feeling getting unstuck is uncomfortable, but it's well worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your life, you are a living example. I think a lot of people recently have been reprioritizing, reassessing their lives trying to figure out what's most important, trying to align their values with how they're living. What guidance can you offer to people who are searching for more meaning and fulfillment in their lives? I think from like an intuitive perspective, it would be to kind of just be open to what comes to you and not necessarily overthink an option in terms of well, I couldn't possibly do that because it's not as much money or being open to options and thinking from a different perspective of, will this bring me joy? Will this bring me happiness? Will this help reduce my stress? Um, and, and turning, looking at that angle perhaps first versus just the economics. I love that. I love it so much. It's like, just like your farmer's market experience. <laughs> <You're>... Right. <laughs> You're open, you're exploring, and lo and behold, a wonderful opportunity drops into your lap. And I also love the the not overthinking it because we could come up with one path that we become obsessed with, and there could be this whole mm -hmm. other thing in store for us. Um, but you know, with attachment to that idea, it's hard to see those other possibilities. That's right. Really great. Yeah, I think just acknowledging that sometimes you really just got to go with your gut and not overanalyze. Love it. I saw that you have this specialty in environmental medicine, along with some other specialty areas, but I was curious um, if there's something you want to share about that for people who might not really know what that is. Know what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Environmental medicine is just kind of another perspective of looking at your whole health Um and when I say um, whole health, kind of looking at all sorts of influences on your health. So, you know, we've talked quite a bit about stress and its influence on health. You know, there's also influences on your health from the environment. So the air you breathe, the water you drink, um, things that you put on your body in terms of like makeups or lotions, all of these things can have either chemicals that may interact with your own body's hormone system and in, interfere with your endocrine system production of hormones or increase production of hormones, or perhaps there's arsenic in the well water that someone is drinking and that's affecting their health. So definitely um, lots of things can contribute to chronic disease like cancer or Alzheimer's. Um, even infertility has been linked to uh, chemical exposures. So it, it's kind of looking from the outside to what can also be affecting someone's health 
and um, there's a lot that can be done preventatively to lessen chemical or toxic burdens, um, which not only can affect an individual's health, but also future generations or their offspring's health. So it's really, in my mind, an up and coming preventative medicine. And since I mostly do primary care, I integrated into my practice in that way to help educate people to reduce their risks. Um, but definitely also seeing that it can make a difference with already existing disease patterns and helping to um, improve their symptoms. Wow. I'm so glad I asked that because most people probably go along about their lives without ever really thinking about all of the different ways their environment's impacting their health. Right. Is there something that I'm not asking you about your practice or about your work that uh, would be helpful to share? Well, I would encourage everyone who can to consider, you know, having a naturopathic doctor on their healthcare team because we really do um, like to educate our patients so they can become more involved in their own healthcare. And we really are focusing on prevention. So looking, you know, not just at quantity of years, but quality of years and how, you know, that can really make a difference and enabling someone to have a more fuller, richer life um, by having good health. That's a really great recommendation. Would most people have to expect to pay out of pocket for that? It kind of depends on where you're living. Um, in Washington state and some other states, we are covered by insurance. But often, even if you are self-pay or cash pay, there are discounts that a lot of providers will make. You could um, go to a website and kind of see who, what's around you, um, naturopathic.org. Oh, I was just going to ask you whether or not people need to be concerned about quacks. I think we are currently licensed in 23 states. Wisconsin is the newest one to have passed legislation. Um, so there are a number of unlicensed naturopaths who are maybe coming more from a traditional healing perspective or have done some sort of mail order training, um, but not really the medical um, training that we have done. So researching where the person is actually graduated from to see if they're truly um, trained at a higher level. Dr. Stacy Wells, this has been really wonderful. How can people get in touch with you or maybe learn more about you and your work? Yeah, you could um, visit our website at our clinic, wholehealthnaturopathy.com. And if you happen to be in Washington State and are looking for a naturopathic doctor on your team, um, I'd be happy to work with you. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Thanks for having me. And um... So that's a wrap. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to work through a sticky situation of your own, shoot me an old school email at gonorthcoaching at gmail or check out my other offerings at gonorthcoaching.com. If you're listening, chances are we know each other and I'm so grateful for your support. Please help me spread the word by sharing, liking, rating, subscribing. Any and all of the things are so appreciated. See you next time.